Welcome to Talking Heads on USA Global TV, starring the one and only wonderful Dr. Jacqueline. It's a prestigious place where world-class influencers and experts meet, and where you'll find the most trusted advisors and coaches for all things in life and business. Visit usaglobaltv.com to sign up for our newsletter, get the value you need, and be first in line to learn about events and giveaways and other valuable content. Connect with us. Email Dr. Jacqueline at usaglobaltv.com to talk about how you can become part of USA Global TV. That's USA Global TV, where the doctor is always in. Hello, everyone, and welcome, or hopefully it's welcome back to USA Global TV and radio. I'm Dr. Jacqueline Kerbeck. I'm the president, founder, and the chief listening officer here at our network. And our show today is presenting Pet Psychic Amina. And if you watch us on a regular basis, you know how much I love to do this. I now present Pet Psychic Amina. Hello, I present you. I'm going to get a cape and a crown one of these days, and and you won't see it because you'll be busy introducing, and I'm going to jump into my chair again or something. i got to think of something. You have to. Yes. <laughs> definitely so should. much fun. I'm going to go to the Goodwill <laughs> and find one of those. Some uh, I'm perfect with finding something that's not a crown, but you could make it a crown. You know. Yes. That, you what could make it something in your house. DIY, what is that? DI, do it yourself. Absolutely. Do it yourself. There you go. <laughs> I thought of you yesterday. Again, I was downstairs uh, in the dining room with my mother, and this giant fly was buzzing around, buzzing around, buzzing around. So annoying. And my mom said, Oh, I'm going to kill it. I'm like, No, we cannot kill it. We must let it go. Now, I have to tell you the truth. I did trap it behind the blinds, <laughs> but it got out. But it's still buzzing around, not That's killing okay. anything. It got out where it's supposed to be, not annoying us. Yes, exactly. <laughs> so, and as you know, I wouldn't have done that before meeting you. I would have just killed yep. the thing. That would have yep. been it. Not yep. anymore. So. Well, and that's why, I mean, there's a lot going on and I keep running into, I had a client last night, sadly, it was again, quality of life, but it was value of life for their pet or and their people um they've got somebody in their in their house that is making things really difficult which makes the pet pet really difficult everybody bounces off of everybody's energy so think about that who do you not quantify as valuable and how do you show that it, it it's a passive aggressive and or a blind spot for all of us at some point Yes, I definitely agree with you. I, I think some people are still in the awakening stages. By the way, I sent you an article on the monarch butterfly. Did you get it? I got it. I'm so excited that we, I want to hold off and tell everybody later because uh, I I have an entire milkweed. I work. In, I live in a condo, and my garden is this big and nine stairs. <laughs> but even I put in milkweed again this year. And we're going to talk about it because that article was perfect timing to let people know why do we care? Why do we? Yeah. Care? So I would love if you just gave our audience a little bit of background about how all the creatures are. They all have their role, yes. and especially the bees. And many times we don't understand. We just think, oh, kill it. It's in my way. It's bothering right. me. But no, each species has its own role. Absolutely, and because we don't know it. 
I'm still asking about mosquitoes. If somebody's a bug expert out there, please join us and <laughs> explain to me about mosquitoes. I understand spiders completely because you can see their work when they're capturing flies and mosquitoes and bugs and many other things. They are providing a service for those small animals to be managed. If you have ever been somewhere let's see, what would be a good example? You've been to a hotel and they sold out every single room and swear you could swear it's the hallway and downstairs. And it's so backed and so busy because, you know, the mighty buck speaks very loudly, but maybe it's not comfortable for everybody. Imagine in the insect world where you have all these carnivores and I'm talking about us, we're the carnivores. Uh, it doesn't matter if you're vegan, you're still born and raised and you smell to everybody as a carnivore. We have gone through life and we're just, just at the tipping edge of getting that reality of saying, wait a minute, it's not me, myself and I. Why do we need to leave the spiders? They manage a big part of the insect world just by what they eat. Why do we need tarantulas? Why do we need snakes? Why do we, that list goes on and on and on and on. Animals in the wild do not eat more than what they need. They do not take resources, water, housing, trees, beavers. They're knocking them down. But what are they knocking down? Are they knocking down the young babies? Well, no, they're going to take the big ones that they can use the logs, but that they can cut through so it's probably older or it's in trouble or what they're doing creates more space because that year a billion seeds dropped on the ground and just like we have gardeners that come in and say oh no we're going to call that off or we're going to uh, then we're going to clean that down or we're going to whatever title word you want to use removable is necessary management of land water humanity and the nature need to be in balance the only one in this scenario that's in balance nature but not very because we have really stepped our foot in it nothing was meant to be burnt to the ground am i saying that regulated burns are bad well no if you are talking to the fire department and the agencies that do control burns, they are truly doing the research and the science to say, this should have happened, but something we did with climate change or the landscaping or the businesses that moved in and naturally it didn't happen. How do we fix this? We step in. That's why I really encourage people put in plants that the honeybee can use, especially if you like to eat anything, because it starts, starts with the flowers that are growing and the honeybees that are supporting you that. That's, that's the short one, part of this. Okay. That's, so when we see a bee, mm -hmm. we should just bless stay. it. Say okay. hi, honey. Literally. <laughs> because she's out there. The men are doing something else. The boys are doing something else. It's the girls that you're going to see out doing the harvesting and they could use your good energy. And you and I know what we're talking about. If you don't understand what I'm talking about, let me explain just really briefly. What, what do you feel like when you're happy? 
Dr. Jacqueline, what do you feel like when you're happy? I feel light. I feel oh. filled with hope. Taller. Look at me standing. As you mentioned, I'm standing tall. <laughs> <laughs> and if somebody comes up to you and says, hey, you dropped some trash on the ground and you hear my tone and you're in that light place, how do you think you respond to that gruff accusation? Even if it's not your trash. Shrinking. Mm. But it, it, because it's like being hit for some people. It's like having a physical altercation with somebody with that negative energy just bumping up. What I hope we all grow is a barrier that's flexible. Think of, I'm always thinking like cartoons where, you know, they have the, the rabbit jumping and somebody else jumping and it goes boing, boing, like, a, like a ball. I want you to think about that. Whatever character you need to be the ball. Have it bounce off you because you don't own their feelings. You don't own their bad day. If you do, you're going to have a lot of bad days because <laughs> people are allowed to have bad days. People are allowed to have bad hair days, skin days, clothing choices. It's like, hmm. I've, I've watched pictures of, of me in a couple of things. And I went, yeah, I knew that was dicey going out in <laughs> But until you see a picture of you, you go, yeah, we should donate that or burn it or something. And so, so wait, I have a question for you because I think this is where the trip up is for most human beings. So how do we get over our own fear? If it is the B, right? What's mm -hmm. the first thing you think? You're going to get stung. So if the bee is coming near you and even lands on you, the, the natural inclination is it's going to hurt me. So I'm going to hurt it first. Or if we see a pro prophecy, start there. Yeah. So tell us more about that then. Self-fulfilling prophecy. If you are terrified that the dog is going to bite you, what do you think the energy and the message, even if you say no words, your body speaks volumes and you're talking and you're around an animal. They speak volumes without English. And you know that if you have a dog or if you've been around a dog enough, you know their ear tips, their tail moves, their fur's up or down. Even if they don't have fur, their skin's going to a little bit of shake, tail's going to wag. If you didn't know that a wagging tail, and I don't know about you, I've been whiplashed by a few, a few of those. They're wagging so fast and I want to be at the back end of the dog. And you could interpret that as aggression because of yourself. So think about something you know, oh, wagging dog tail, but I'm still afraid of dogs. That's okay. But can you take your fear, learn, be patient with yourself, be patient with yourself as you're learning and say, okay, I'm gonna back up a few feet. I'm gonna watch the handler. I'm gonna watch the dog and I'm going to uh, start to understand, and I can ask questions. Pet owners love questions about their pets, as long as they're not accusatory. I mean, honest questions. Oh, he has really great fur. Remember, come as a compliment anywhere you can. How in the world do you possibly brush all that fur? As opposed if I would have said, oh, my God, that fur must be a nightmare to maintain. I don't even know why you'd get a dog like that. 
Now, Dr. Jacqueline, how'd you like both of those? Which one would you like to have me to say about your dog? <laughs> it's really clear. Isn't yeah, it? it is. It's obvious. Yes. But this is the mirror that the us professionals need and must put in front of you. So there's no accusation to say, why don't you know? So when you and I met, it was the spider. It was, he was hanging out. We named him. I think we started with Bob. I started everybody with Bob. <laughs> and you can go to Bob one, Bob two, Sarah five. It doesn't matter what you want to, but look what we did. Look what your face did when I mentioned Bob. And you see, you're doing it again. Your eyes get happy. Your smile gets happy because after this year, we've created a Bob joke. And now it's an inside story Bob joke that we can share with everybody. But do you see the happy, the good energy your body feels? How many illnesses are brought on by the trauma of the illness? Of course. But then if you have a lingering condition, it really, you can have a great day, a great day. And then all of a sudden you're in a lot of pain or however it manifests. Uh, people with migraines, I can see them a mile away. Their whole face is tight. Their whole eyes are tight. You're doing that with animals also. They see that. They live that. So they're like, oh my gosh, why are we afraid? We should be afraid. Because they're not thinking they're the problem. And insects don't overanalyze it like people are going to. So I ask you, don't overanalyze it, but come from a place of, okay, you're my new neighbor and I'm going to figure out how to coexist. Because for some reason, somebody better, smarter than me thinks you need to be on the planet. There it is. You, don't you nailed have it. to be religious. You don't have to be intuitive and you don't have to love spiders. I'm not asking that. Just take a breath and say somebody else decided you must have an existence. Mm. I love that. And that's what I've been doing. And it, it also, it's interesting, the shift that I felt. I told you last week, I saw those, I don't know what those bugs are. I don't know what their purpose is either. They're the... <laughs> They're, I forget what they're called. I don't know they're crawling bugs with, the book, pictures. with lots of legs and they have the antenna. I don't know Dang. what their purpose is, but I saw three of them in the mm -hmm. house in the last week. And I just said, Hey, I see you. I see you over there. Hello. Please <laughs> stay where you are. Like I actually say this and yeah. I feel so much better that I have taken this vow not to kill anything because who am I to say that that creature shouldn't be here? I'd rather they're not in the house, but okay, they're in right. the house. But guess what? Then they go on their way. And it might sound trite and people might be like, what are you talking about? But it's not for me to determine what gets to live and what doesn't. Exactly. Exactly. Um, you know, we're, we're not Dr. Kevorkian with some inside insight on that. We're not. What, what, is the, what is the silence of the lamb person? whatever his name was, who decided to eat Animal people. Lecter. No, no, that other guy for his name. Doc Lecter something. Anyways, um, we're not in, in, and we're not, there's so many things that we are, that we can be, that I think people lose sight of the kindness, the love. Everybody and everything is not out to get you. But if you decide that they are, then the reality for your life is they are. And I honor that. And I truthfully say that, that they are. But in the same moment that you decided that this is a problem, it's also an opportunity 
to find a solution. So you and I laughed about your spider in the bathroom. In it, uh, for some reason, they're always hanging out. Ours are too. And I, I always tell mine, okay, to the left of the toilet or the right of the toilet, prefer you not in the shower. I close my eyes at some point so the soap doesn't get in my eyes. But we have, you know, we have boundaries. Just like you said, he's like, you know what? I'm okay with you over there because I now know that I don't know what your purpose is completely. I love, I, I would, I would go out and get a hundred spiders in a land that had mosquitoes. I'm still trying to figure those out because I get eaten alive. They just feast on me. I've been to Alaska and a million other places where there's so much moisture. And then the mosquitoes come out in droves. They're literally there in hordes and packs and every other name you want to give to a lot. And you just think, why? So I think the- I read something about bats. I think bats eat them. Uh, they do, but that's not a much of a diet. So there's a lot of things that bats eat and bats are, they're just, they're amazing. And how smart where you get in your, when you're in the insect world, you're talking about instinct, living on instinct, living on, on a path and a drive that says, I'm going to get here to here, but I didn't think about it because that's just, that's just the way their life goes. It's the same as asking, why did the tulip get leaves and then get a flower? And then goes down and then is in the ground for six months and then does it again. Why? Well, scientifically, we can study all of that. But let's just be people right here in this moment and now and say, do you really need to know if you're not the one creating? Because there are people who grow tulips to look so what certain way, certain color, and they're amazing in their horticultural knowledge. And they're the ones who have decided they want to know. How did you become pink? You know what? I want to make a tulip that has a little red stripe through the pink. If you've never seen these tulips, they're amazing. And they're doing all kinds of colors. They now have a green one. And it's this light, light, light green. It's stunning. If you're like me and you love green and you can uh, do a flower in green. So there's people who study this. And understand the science behind it. You don't need to do that. I'm not suggesting everybody. You do what you're passionate about and find out. If not, do what Dr. Jacqueline just said. Okay, today you're going to sit there. But tomorrow could you sit over there? Because I really have some paperwork I need to do tomorrow. (laughs) Whatever it is, you can send patience, love. And if not understanding, but coexist in acceptance. There's a reason you're there. And I have no problem. Nobody probably does. If you take a little scoop or something harmless and just say, no, you know, I really need you outside. And that is okay. Fear is the human body's way of keeping you safe. But at some point it became, um, what's that guy who eats people? Cannibal. Lester. Lester. Lester yes. guy. Hannibal Lecter. That was Hannibal Lecter. And, you know, we, we don't want anybody to be that, but that's a huge breath of difference. You are afraid of the wolf that comes up and growls at you. I challenge you, if you're walking in the forest and a wolf comes up and growls at you, look around where you are. Figure out if the time of the year is about spring, summer, somewhere in there. And it's possible 
she has cubs or he has uh, got a female in, in um, labor or he thinks, remember, we're carnivores. So I'm talking to another carnivore with talking wolves. He thinks you're there to take his food. He's just got a fresh kill. And at that point, for all the animals in that forest, they can smell that. And here they come. Somebody already killed it. Yay for us. We got free food. We are that same threat. We do kill them. They do know they, that we shoot them. They don't understand guns except for the sound and what it causes. So it's going to protect his, his family, but it's going to, he's also going to protect the kill because he won't survive without that food. So I challenge you to stop making it about us because we really do. What, 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 how could you do that to me? And I hope, and, and Dr. Jacqueline, I could, I could absolutely promise this probably has happened to you also is that when we back up as being almighty and number one, and everybody has to part ways when we walk down the sidewalk or go the wrong way on a one way street, when we stop being that person that thinks we're always right, or we should have the right, dot, dot, dot. Coexistence is such a happier place. And you will find laughter and silliness. And let's say uh, your horse decides, eh, no, I'm done. Okay, I'm talking from experience of having horses and ridden all my life. Is they're like, nope, I think I'm done. And they just kind of jump up a little and off the saddle you go. Cause I don't know what you, I don't have a seatbelt on that. And I go, Hmm, I think we're done riding today, but I didn't get hurt. I hit the ground and it was dirt. I have, I have fallen off a horse on rock. Wasn't fun. A couple of bruises, but sometimes it's the horse saying I'm in pain. Something hurts. It could be the saddle. You could have strapped it to a place where it pinches. It could be your shoes. It could be the bit has twisted. And I'm talking about the bit that's in their mouth and you need to check. Don't assume that an animal is just being ornery. I get really, really frustrated with people when we're training and they're like, oh, they just have to stop doing it. I don't want to do that. I had a client that said this about her cat. Her dog did everything right, and we, we tell him to sit. He sits, and we come for food. He comes, and the cat won't do anything. Uh, well, you're talking to a cat. Can it be trained? Absolutely. But why don't you do it out of love? Companionship. And say, you know what? As the alpha in the house, I'd really like you not to put your food on the floor. We had a cat that would eat and then put his paw on the floor and put the food on the floor every day. And I had, uh, it took me six months to figure out why, why are you doing that? And it was something he picked up as a kitten. So we had to get the bulls on a stand. We had to put a mat underneath. We had to be more cognizant and involved. I don't want anybody to think that they can get a goldfish even and walk away and say, that's going to be great. See you in six weeks. And it's like, what, what? What if the pump broke and they weren't getting any oxygen? What if they didn't have enough food and you thought they did? I can't tell you how many owners have told me their stories about coming back from vacation and their pet sitter failed to come. 
the electricity in the house went out and the pets cooked or froze because somebody didn't check. They said, oh, they'll be fine. They'll be fine. Maybe if you let them out, but not domesticate. If your animal is a domestic and they didn't choose to leave, which is a whole different conversation, then please, please, somebody needs to be there to take care of them, talk to them. Animals that are pack animals want their families there. It is really hard on them when we leave them behind. Sometimes that's necessary. So find a good pet sitter. Find a good place to have them boarded. They have these amazing places now that run the dogs all over a ranch or a farm and they get back and they become that temporary pack. And it's just a joy to watch as an animal person. It's just a joy to be a part of. But there's a lot of training your animal has to go through with you, the owner and the partner, to make sure they know how to sit, stay, don't take somebody's food, don't growl at anybody that is not a, in an attack mode. All of these things. I cannot tell you how many times an animal has saved a life. And when Dr. Jacqueline tells me that we have time for that story, I will share you how I know of a dog that literally saved this woman's life. Why don't you share that after we come back from our break? Absolutely. All right. Thank you, everyone. Stay with us. We're going to take a short break and then we'll be right back.
Good morning, everyone. My name is Yaling Xiao. I'm a ballerina from Italy. After two years of waiting, finally I fulfilled my dream of learning etiquette. This learning process has become unforgettable for me. The patient and professional teachers have helped me to get a more comprehensive knowledge about educate culture. The British School of Excellence provided me the best way to live gracefully, respectful attitude, lighter mood and heart, where our love is innocent. Thank you. Happy weekend. Welcome back to USA Global TV and Radio. Let us present Pet Psychic Amina. Hello, you so presenting much. you. Welcome back. Thank you. So tell us about your story. Okay, so we left off with, um, tell me again. Uh, a dog that saved someone's life. Absolutely. And this is one, one small example of how animals are so intuitive to us when we are bonded to them even more so, even more so. A friend of mine had a, a wonderful dog, it's, it, regardless of the breed, but this was one of the herding breeds, and uh, she had a shepherd mix, actually. And she couldn't, she came to me for help because she couldn't understand the behavior. She was very talented in getting them trained, and the family was very bonded to this dog that they'd had him only about, I want to say, a year. So, even that short of a time, the pack was really tight and they were learning so much. What she couldn't figure out is that this dog picked up a what she thought was a very annoying habit. And every time they get out, uh, a lot of times her dog would sleep with her son and go out with him and then come back and the family would be really busy. She'd come home from work or something and the dog would come straight for her, put his head on her lap and do the petting. All of that was normal. What was different is he started crawling under her arm, you know, bringing his nozzle open, his, his nose over her arm. And he just kept poking her, poking her, poking. he'd poke her back, he poked with his nose. 
and he poked her her chest and he just got really what she thought for months was just really over affectionate let's put air quotes on those over affectionate so they were starting to work with him and say oh, no 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 don't do that to mom it just it, it got annoying and she felt like gosh i'm getting all bruised up and i'm hurting so he stepped it up instead of stepped it down and he came at her now instead of coming around through her arm he came at her and he just really kept nuzzling nuzzling and bumping her and bumping her over and over this went on for six months and they really just couldn't figure out why the dog just wouldn't leave her alone when they were together and he started sleeping at the foot of their bed instead of with their son just a lot of things he, he became really clingy with mom so they had a guest over and this guest was had a few of the gifts that I have, not uh, necessarily psychic, but a trainer. And watching this dog behave, so the, the gentleman, so he was a little uncomfortable, and he said, and he's the one who told me the, this, this happened, that he asked her if she had been well. And she said, no, no, I've been good. I'm, you know, aches, pains, normal, you know, things, busy, busy life, you know, kids working, all of that type of stuff. And he said, well, I don't mean to pry, but when's the last time you saw a doctor? And she thought, wow, that was a really personal question for a good friend anyways. But they were at the dinner table. So now everybody's listening. And it's not a common, you know, regular conversation anymore because there's a little tension on his side. And she's like, well, I, uh, very uncomfortable. She, I got to talk to her later and she's like, oh, this is a really uncomfortable question to get asked from, you know, a man that's not my family. And he said, okay, you know, I know this is really strange, but I really suggest you go to the doctor. And she's like, what? And he said, have you been to a doctor lately? She said, oh, no, I haven't been since, I don't know, two years ago. And he said, well, what I know about animals and yours behavior, now that I'm watching it, he says, I think you're sick. I think something is gravely wrong and your dog is trying to tell you. And I would highly suggest that you look on the side that he's constantly pestering you about. And so the family got real quiet. Everybody got real quiet and went, okay they were close to this dog but they were also close to this human and this man in their life and he would not have just outright said that especially in front of everybody she went to the doctor she was diagnosed with stage three cancer because she let it go there were signs and symptoms that the dog was desperately trying to tell her but she didn't listen because there's so many times we don't think we understand the language. But if your pet, especially your carnivores, but if your pet comes up to you and starts pestering you about something in one part of your body, please get it checked. It could save your life. I, I love to tell you at the end of the story is she did live. She had a mastectomy, which means her breast was removed. They, she did take chemotherapy and that dog stayed by her side every day she was home from chemotherapy, every day. And she says, it always is so hard for me not to cry through these parts. And she said, I couldn't have done it. I wouldn't have gone. The doctor said if she had come next month, it could have been too late. It had metastasized. It would have metastasized into farther into her body. She only lost the one breast. 
And of course, she later had, you know, uh, that repaired cosmetically, but it saved her life. And I've been telling this true story for 25 years because it happened that long ago and it was harder than to diagnose. Please listen to your pets. They're trying to tell you something. If your pet comes up to you and pulls you to the ground and it's not because they want to steal the ball from you, because you need to watch at the language. Is it possible that you have seizures? Is it possible that you're in danger? Back, the pack animals specifically will really step in there and try to communicate with you. They do understand our language because they're looking at what are your eyes? What is your body temperature? What is your hands? What are your feet? An animal looks at the whole conversation. And humanity, if I can get all of you to try, need to learn this path of looking at the whole conversation. If your dog is asleep and he tips his ear, sleeping, he's listening for something. For me, every time one of my animals does any of that, picks up a tail, changes why they're sleeping or they're eating, and all of a sudden the body language changes, I tune in. Now, yeah, I can hear what he's thinking, but that, that also took years of educating myself that this also goes with that conversation. If you're born into the human race, you probably speak human pretty well. And when somebody scrawls their face, or, you know, does this while you're talking over and over and goes, well, I can't wait till they finish. Basically, you know, twiddling our thumbs. We've learned people language. If you're going to have a pet, any of them at all, please learn their language. I've been preaching this forever, that and coexisting, because that is coexisting. If you care about who you live with, your mom, your brother, your aunt, your uncle, whoever, because there are a lot of challenging family members. I'm sorry, they just are. And we have days that were more challenging. But if you're looking at the big picture, you'll understand somebody having a hard day and needs support, or somebody's just being obstinate and doesn't want to clean their room up. It's a difference. It's a difference. You so are please so correct. give your animals the same courtesy and compassion that they give you every day. And I don't care if it's a snake or a bug or whatever you love. Love it enough to know what it needs and provide that. If you have a tarantula that is not warm enough or hasn't got a den, get it. Or don't get a tarantula. Don't get a fish if you can't be home long enough to wash their tank. And now there's so many equipments that will do that for you. That's why we're probably all 50 pounds, well, except for you, Dr. Jacqueline, but we're all 50 pounds heavier than we should be because we have all these tools, these niceties. Animals don't always have that, but we have the ability to learn from that. Have a good vet, just like you have a good doctor. That's vital to have somebody to bounce it off of and call and say, hey, I think something's wrong, but I can't quantify it. Can you give me some tips what to look for so when I get to you, I can give you more information? Take a picture, mentally or physically. There's just so many simple things. Now with our cell phones around, you can do that all over the place. Costs you nothing. Except for no to charge your cell phone. <laughs> exactly. 
So I'm going to, you do so many different things in addition to the conversation we're having now. I'd love for you to share with people about your background and how it is that you work with people. Well, I try to find you on the plan and the place that you're at. And what does that mean? Well, I'm also an empath. I can feel happy, sad, mad, glad, especially the really strong emotions. It took me years also to protect myself from those really strong emotions and understand those weren't mine. And I can help you through that. So I've grown and I, I learned from every one of you what you need and where we need to take it. Sometimes I will say things like, I'm really sorry to say this, but when's the last time you brushed your teeth? When is the last time you took to, went to the doctor? Have you, do you have a bowel movement, blah, blah, blah. I might ask the most strangest questions like that, that you think, wait a minute, you're, you're just work with animals. What are you asking me that for? And all of a sudden you'll say, well, I've been kind of having problems with that. I, why did you ask that? Oh, because your dog asked me to ask that. <laughs> your cat asked me to ask that. Or as an empath, I'm feeling there's something that we don't haven't identified. And I'm going to share that all with you. I am not the way I work. Every psychic is, of course, just like their person, individuals. So find somebody that works well with you, trainer, psychic, whatever that is. I encourage you, get that other voice that you can hear. But we're going to challenge you also and say, want to push you a little bit farther than you think you can go. If it's spiders or it's the dog next door, I don't want you to have to call the pound or call the who, whoever you call the animal control people because your dog barks all the time, barks all the time. There's something going on. He's either being left in the yard. He's not getting exercise. He doesn't have any food or he's terrified for his family's safety and they are not listening. There's so many ways we can help our neighbor, help each other. And one of those is being there and being supportive of what you don't know. If you don't know why your neighbor leaves garbage out on their front lawn, maybe one day in kindness, make them a pie and say, hey, I thought I'd come over and see if you needed help. It, it, maybe, maybe it's because they are physically unable to clean their front yard. And just in half an hour of you socializing together, you would find that out. And maybe you are the one that could help them. If you walk away with understanding, then your world gets better every day. Every day. I have been bitten by at least two snakes. My own fault. But I wasn't afraid. I had a lot of people screaming around me the first time. Oh my God, he's chewing on you. And I'm thinking, calm down. He, first of all, I'm not holding a poisonous spider, uh, snake. And I understood that I had mistakenly let everybody get too close. So the snake, my hand was closest. And he's like, heck, get out of here. Get me out of here. Get me out of here. Well, he, he can't have his fur go out because he doesn't have any. So out of frustration, he bit me a few times. I was unharmed. It was the same as getting a shot. And I got a lot of pampering for three days. <laughs> I, I kept telling people, you know, this is unnecessary, but it was kind of cool because I was teaching children at the time. 
And those children were worried and they needed to see me make it through that. But that's who I am because I've spent a lifetime and I grew up in the desert. So snakes exist. There are other reasons why everybody does something. Just because we don't know doesn't mean they're wrong. And just because you wouldn't do it that way doesn't mean it's wrong. So I really encourage everybody to coexist. Really, really, I really, I beg you to. Because love is easy to give. Hate is hard to take back. I don't even know how you do it. You'd spent years recovering from somebody actually wanting to hate you or hate what you do. You don't have to like everybody, but you can at least respect them. And I'm going to leave you with that. If you need me, I'm at Bridging, B-R-I-D-G-I-N-G, Worlds, W-O-R-L-D-S, dot U-S, all one word. And I'm on Facebook. I'm on LinkedIn. And every Friday, I'm here answering the questions I get asked all the time. If you have a question, please send me an email and say, I'd love for you to cover this on the live cast with Dr. Jacqueline, because that's what I'm doing. I'm doing this so that you will for free be able to do better in the world. And then guess what? We all do better. We all do better when you do better. So we're cheering for you. Even if you don't haven't ever met any of us, I'm cheering for you spiritually and every way I can put out that good energy of saying you are loved. You are wanted. And I just want you to pass that on, please. I'm going to thank you so much. What is your email address? Bridgingworlds2018 at Gmail. Do you want me to spell it out? Would that be? Because it's a very long word. B-R-I-D-G-I-N-G-W-O-R-L-D-S-2018 at gmail.com. Look me up, Facebook as the, and you'll learn so many things, I hope, that you will just love. And of course, when you make a comment, share a picture of your pet. We love that. Everybody loves seeing everybody else's pets. It's just wonderful. All right, I got that typed up, yay. Thank you. You're welcome. All right. Thank you so much. A great show today. Lots of really powerful information that you shared. I really enjoyed it. Thanks. Thanks. And when I can at the 76th episode still teach you something. Yay. Yay. <laughs> because I mean, your, your mind must be absolutely swamped with the amazing shows that you do all week long. You just must be swimming. You must have a double PH, triple. No, you probably have a triple PhD at this point, right? <laughs> I'm well, not one, kidding. It's, I am very privy and blessed to, to have this platform and the information that's shared from people all over the world. It's just, it is shocking. Right. I think I shared with you at the end of Friday, I used to go into a Facebook post with all that I learned and it got to be literally so <laughs> long that I thought, I, no, I can't do this anymore. So. Yeah. Well, cause it'd be an essay like yes. times a doctorate times six, right? 
it's a lot of information, but it's, it's uh, what I think is incredible for me. And I know you're the same way. I have this curiosity to continue learning. So there's never enough. The show we had right before this one, Mm -hmm. we had, uh, Suzanne Bianco, she is an Olympic gold medalist for synchronized swimming from the 1996 Olympics in Atlanta. And she was a Cirque du Soleil performer for 23 years. That's amazing. That's absolutely amazing. And I'll have to pick it up because I didn't see that part of it. I saw the end of it. And um, I synchronized swim for four years. So because I was a lifeguard, it was an easy transition for me. Because it's ballet and water, if anybody doesn't know what synchronized swimming is. It's just ballet and the water, and it's it's absolutely stunning. But it's incredibly athletic because, the, you know, football, you're running, grab ball, and you have need all those muscles. You know, tennis, hand, running, you, know, you need those muscles. Synchronized swimming, it's every single fiber of your body because the water, just to be able to go down, come up, and, and all the beauty, because it is truly ballet and the water. It, it's just amazing. And when we did our final presentation uh, one year with the lights in the water and the rainbow, uh, it's just what they can do today is nothing compared to what I did in the eighties, nothing. But I have that understanding because it was, it's fabulous. And, and being a lifeguard, I was already in good enough shape to cross over and being an athlete, but it's really hard on the body. <laughs> it really is. It really is. I will take your word for it. It's uh, but so that was also fascinating. And she's helping women with perimenopause and bouncing hormones and all that goes along with that. So I'll look Uh, at it because I caught a clip of it. I'll have to look at the rest of it. It's just there's so many shows. And if you're like me, get everybody's listening. I do the dishes. I have the show on. I go and go for a walk. I have the show on. It's that easy. That's why the radio TV, you can watch the video later, but you can learn. And if it's a new concept, I don't know about anybody else. I want to hear it once and go, okay, now I've got to go back and go, okay, tell me again. How, how do I do that? And then take those pieces. I can listen to the whole thing and go, yeah, I need to leave. I, I need to learn number 12 minutes. And that's the great part of your platform. Everything's timed. So you can really mark the time and say, oh, I got, I got to go back to that one. And yeah, things down. And that's what I've done. It's like, wait a minute, I didn't hear, you know, uh, him say that all of that, I got to go back to that. So well, thank you. Thanks for sharing yeah. that. And for people who are wondering, you can go to our YouTube channel as well as many other places, but it, at least on YouTube, everything's organized in playlists. Yeah. So our channel is USA Global TV. And you can go there, look for the playlist for the show that you want to watch, and watch it at your leisure. Exactly. Yeah. Love it. Love it. So Thank you. And we look forward to seeing you Friday. All right. I'll see you next week. Take care. Have a good weekend. I will. Bye for now. Bye. Well, everyone, it's the end of another week here. It's amazing. I I have this incredible view of the Bay and I just look around and say, what a blessing that I have this platform with incredible people from all over the world and you. I have you watching. I have you listening. And it means so much because there's so much effort. There's so much investment of money, time, and energy that goes into this. It's not just put on some makeup and a dress and show up. No, 
So, so after tonight and tomorrow and Sunday, I'll be doing all the work that it takes to close out the broadcast for the week and prepare for the next set of broadcasts. And it's there's a lot involved. In fact, I'm going to be doing one of my talking head series about how I run this channel so I can give people some information in case they're looking to do something, maybe take what they're doing as a podcast and make it into a live streaming TV and radio platform. And it's my gift to share that. So a few things I just want to let you know before we close out today, I do have some new opportunities for people. So someone actually approached me about being a guest co-host. A person doesn't want to be a co-host every week. They just want to do it once in a while, whenever they want to do it. So I came up with this, I think, really good idea to be a guest co-host for a show. And we actually had someone sign up and they're starting in August, which is really exciting, Sarah Jillian. So you're welcome to go ahead and sign up to be a co-host for one show, go over to our website, Terms and Fees Apply, and you can learn more at usaglobaltv.com. I have a new show coming out that is also open to everyone. My first radio show and TV show was called Rapping with Dr. Jacqueline. That was just about two years ago. I got Rapping with Dr. Jacqueline trademarked, and then I really didn't do anything with it. So I decided to put it into a brand new show. It's a show about nothing. And if you are a fan of sitcoms here in the States, and I think it probably is global, there's a very famous sitcom that was really a show about nothing. So you can go ahead and book in. There's no agenda. There's no topic. It'll be like you and I are sitting in a virtual living room having a chat. So I welcome you to book in for that. In addition to running this platform, I'm also a certified life, career, and executive coach. I'm the listening mentor. I teach people to listen at an elevated level. And I'm a certified meditation coach and a certified yoga instructor. I teach courses with Madeline Chan. If you don't know her, you can find out more about her on the film and music show that we have on Thursdays. You can also look her up on LinkedIn, Madeline Chan. We are doing a new course together. It's called Heart Gratification, Male and Female Energies. And this is the newest course we have in the transformation shadows of ourselves. When we think about moving from a 3D capitalistic egocentric world to a 5D world with higher vibrations where we lead with our hearts, in between there's the transition. How do we go from being 3D world to a 5D world? And Madeline and I will help you with that through this program. You can find all of our listening courses over on Thinkific. And I do have a banner for this somewhere. Here it is. You can go over to purchase the Power of Listening foundational courses as well as all of our other courses. Use the coupon code LISTEN in all capital letters for savings. It's drjacqueline.thinkific.com. If you have a course that you would like to put on my platform or on my school, I'd be happy to speak to you about it. You can reach out to me directly. And here's that information. Jacqueline at drjacqueline.com. If you'd like to be on our newsletter, please reach out to me. The same information. All right. That is a wrap for today. Thank you again. We will start broadcasting on Monday. Go over to our YouTube channel to watch any of the shows that you want. As I mentioned, we typically have 28 shows per week and they're all put into playlists. And we would love for you to subscribe so we can know that you're out there watching. All right. Thanks for now. Take care. Have a great weekend.